a nearly fatal trip to the hospital, brings about the presence of God, and elicits memories of a near-death experience that changed our guest's views on the spiritual world forever. That and more on this week's Spirit Answers Podcast. Ken, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. So um, in your story, you're, you start off laying on a hospital bed and things aren't going well. Can you kind of uh, take it from there and tell us what's going on? Well, I'd been uh, sick for like a week and my mother tried to get me to go to the hospital. And now I'm not, I, I don't care for doctors a whole lot, nothing personal, you know. But uh, my ex-wife come by and she said, you great. You know, and she uh, I loaded she loaded me up in her truck and took me uh, down to the emergency room and it drew blood and uh, see if it was a heart attack or something, I'm assuming. And then just I mean, my, you could hear them heart monitor beat, 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 beat. And all of a sudden it just flat lines. And uh, the uh, respiratory therapist. Uh, checks the lines to make sure he's getting a true reading. There's no heartbeat. But as soon as the flat line sounded, I was surrounded by the presence of God. And it was wow. so thick. It was thick like honey, man. And it was peace and it was tranquility. It was goodness. It was love, unconditional love. And I, I, I remember looking and saying, I'm going home. I'm going home. I was smiling. And uh, I, I said, well, I've had an out-of-body experience when I was young here. And uh, let me tell uh, these people, and there was about 30 people gathered around because it was a, uh, everybody came out of their uh, their little uh, enclosures, you know, and, and just stood around and listened and watched. And my ex-wife said, uh, the, when the Spirit of God uh, surrounded me, it permeated everybody in that room. It just, the sweetness and the love and the presence of God just shot through everybody. So um, I said, shoot, I went to, I, I'd never spoke of the OBE, the out-of-body experience I had had to maybe 10 people in my life. But I said, look, I have nothing to lose. I'm gone. I'm going to tell, uh, there's Vince Falcone down there. He's a respiratory therapist and a preacher. So I was really trying to uh, talk to him. And uh, so I told him that I'd gotten out of the body and I turned into a light. And it was, uh, it reminds me of the Star Trek beaming down part, but thicker. And it had bright, bright, bright lights shooting through it. And uh, I was that. And I didn't even remember being human at that point of the out-of-body experience. And... Uh, I saw, I was in the, on earth, I, I was out in the country, out in the woods, and I saw this light, like me, coming toward me. I wasn't afraid. I mean, it, I was beautiful, man. Everything was lovely to me, you know? And he came up and greeted me. And then, uh, like, two matches, he put two matches together, become one flame. Me and this angel became one flame. And we went... And the angel departed, and I was in darkness, and I, I, but I, I wasn't afraid. And I heard this thunderous, roaring, 
beautiful, powerful, powerful sound coming toward me. And there were souls around me. I couldn't see them. I think God didn't want me to see. Nobody has seen God. And so, uh, but but uh, he was coming. And uh, as he got near in our natural bodies, we would be terrified because this guy has got some juice. He's got some power. And he's coming and everybody's getting more anticipation, anticipation, anticipation. And he washed over us. That's the only way I can describe it. And in that instant, you knew love like you have never known love. You've known peace like you have never known peace. You know knowledge that is infinitely more than what we can understand as a human being. And it just washed over in a power. And I never understood how the uh, angels in heaven could bow before God all the time. Like it says, uh, they fell down to worship God. I'm tell you what. When you get washed over by the spirit of God, you are going to bow and say, praise you, Lord, praise you, Lord, praise you, Lord. Because it is it is so intense and beautiful Uh, that that's one of the things I remember the most. And and it was it was dark there. There were souls there, but nobody's seen the face of God. And so that's why I think it was black. I don't think God wanted me to see him, you know, Mm -hmm. anyway, that that that. uh, um, I, 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 I told, I told him my testimony, you know, it feel, it's, it's beautiful outside the body as a Christian. Now I was a Christian and that, um, I have no fear of death. I'm kind of worried about getting eaten by fire ants or something like that, but, uh, I have no fear of death. Wow. So, so you had that experience there with the angel and you, in, first of all, I guess my first question is how, how did the angel look just as kind of a being of light? It was it was uh, oval, like about the size we human, but uh, you know an oval type of thing, and it was uh, solid white, and inside of it was brighter shots, uh, sparks of uh, light going through it, just like stars going through it. You know, it, it was it was beautiful. It was uh, uh, beautiful. Mm. Wow. So, so pretty, pretty immediately you, you had an understanding that this was an angelic being. Oh, I had no doubt. No, I have no, uh, after the years of, uh, of, of the Bible, the Bible led me to understanding what that part of my life was because it was the same spirit, the -hmm. same spirit that I experienced and that out of body experience is in the Bible. That is the same, the same spirit on my flatline experience it's in the bible uh, mm-hmm. I, I i played music in churches and uh I prayed up and uh and this god inhabits the praise of his people which is awesome in itself god inhabits the praise praise you lord praise you lord praise you lord he inhabits that he lives in it he loves it uh, playing music in church and you, you're doing praise and worship not some old stale song but you're actually doing some praise and some worship you can feel that spirit as a human being in this time. And you're not going to feel the intensity that you're going to feel on the other side, but you, you will feel God moving through your heart and you will know that God is alive in you. 
so when you had this experience and this this OBE and you have you you have this understanding now of of why the angels are bowing you have this incredible experience it sounds like yeah. it's you, there's nothing that matches it here on planet earth in terms of the knowledge yeah. that you uncovered and the love and the peace you come you, after that experience you, do you come back right away then to your body I didn't realize I was even out of the body. I was wow. me, but not Ken Wall as I knew Ken Wall on Earth. You know, mm-hmm. I, uh, I I didn't even see my body. I was just I'm out. You know, and and I, I'm I was in a country where uh, I was familiar with, and like I said, this angel approached me, and we joined together. He uh, made sure I was at uh, ease, which I was, because when you're out of this body and you're spirit of Christ, there is no you're not ever. Uh, not at ease. You're at a, you're at ease. Wow. And uh, then after we came back, he said something to me that it was like imprints instead of words as imprints in my heart. And it was something sad or something bad. And uh, I, I think it may have been, he was, he knew what was fixing to come up in my life where I was going to go to jail. I was going to get a heroin addict. I was, and then, then, then in jail is where I found the boom with Jesus. I mean, it was like uh, I, got, I read the Gospel of John, and it was just it lit a light. It just lit a light in me. So I, I start I search for other religions. They ain't they're they're false. Mormonism, uh, Buddhism, Hinduism, all that. That's false. That's full bull. You know, Muslims they worship Satan. You know, and all that stuff. But uh, Hey, Jesus, man, you ain't backing me down from Jesus. Yeah, we'll get, and we're going to get to that uh, here in a little bit as well, just a little more in depth of that spiritual journey that you took. Uh, coming back real quick to the uh, to the flatline experience. So you're you're talking to those 30 people in the hospital room at that time yeah. about your OBE, and you said that these are some of the first people that you had ever told about this experience. Is that right? That's right. I, I told a couple of elderly men on their deathbed that as a Christian, just you can experience your expect to be at peace and God will give you the grace upon death to uh, to face death, you know. Wow. And then that's when the, the spirit of God filled the room. As soon as, as soon as that thing went flatline, the spirit of God just went instantaneously through the room. And you said that you, in your video, you, you had mentioned that you were speaking to the doctors during your flatline? Yeah, I, I was speaking to 30 people during my flatline. Yeah, I'd become the show. I mean, all of a sudden there's frantic, you know, doctors this, doctors that. They have on TV where they put a fibrillator on a dead heart and bring it to life. as a lie. You can't. I didn't have a heartbeat. They could not uh, regulate my heart with a fibrillator. So, um I was dead and talking, feeling good. I got the spirit of God juiced me up, you know, and uh, the doctors are just, they never did anything to me to help me at all. They just stared at the monitor with their mouths like they were in complete shock and had no idea of what to do. I'm sure, I'm sure that was the first time they had ever seen anything like that. Yeah. 
what was the reaction then after that? Uh, you, you, you have this incredible experience there where you're speaking with a, uh, during the flatline. You are preaching the word of God uh, through, through the experience, the OBE that you had uh, a few yeah. years prior. What would happen then? Uh, well, they put me in the hospital for three days, and, and then they said, I don't, we don't know what happened, and turned me loose. Uh, but what it made me realize is that I've only, I can die at any moment. I mean, I was on a flat line. I was dead. And, uh, but, but just, I was still active. You know, I'm like, uh, I'm just, I'm still preaching. I'm I'm thinking as long as I got, I can talk, I'm going to talk and tell people about Jesus, you know, because Jesus is, that's the only reason you're on earth is to, Find out your eternal situation, whether it's going to be with Jesus or it's going to be in some other wherever they go. You know, I don't know where they go. Uh, uh, Some people say uh, hell burns them up completely and they don't exist. I don't know. That's up to God. I, I have no revelation of that at all. Before you had your first OBE, uh, with the angels, did, did you have any, uh, understanding of out of body experiences or any, any understanding of what the experience that you had had? Had you heard of, about that from someone else before? No, no, wow. no, no, no knowledge of, uh, that at all. Wow. Wow. And, and when you had that experience, you were, you were sober and yeah. Wow. I was I was in the military. I mean, they don't uh-huh. let just uh, stupid people walk around with top secret clearances in the United States Air Force. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, you had never you you had never had any prior knowledge of of any of these types of experiences happening. You have this experience, this incredible OBE, and then you you had mentioned previously that you kind of started to delve into some of the other spiritualities. So. Can you kind of yeah. take us through that period, what that period was like delving uh, through those spiritualities? And also, how did you you end up in jail? Oh, boy. Oh, uh, drugs. drugs. I, I, I was raised Christian. I was raised, you know, right from wrong. I was tra- raised to respect everyone. I was, uh, I got lost. I had that experience and I started looking through Hinduism and Buddhism and Muslim and Islam and just all this. And But the spirits were bad, I could sense. So I'd put the book down. I, I wouldn't fool with it. And then I, I accidentally uh, got into a fight. Well, I didn't accidentally get into I got in a fight with a dude and I accidentally beat him to death. And uh, they throw me in jail and they say, you're in here for manslaughter. Well, come to find out the guy was revived and the charges were lowered. And, wow. uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. You talk about it. Thank you. I yeah. thank him okay. often on that. Yeah. And anyway, uh, I was an empty cell. I was on the North line of the Paris jail, which was condemned at the time. It was nasty place, roaches and just water everywhere. And I, I went in, uh, uh the fifth day, I went in a, a cell and, and looked for something to read, and I picked up the Book of John, a little pamphlet, the Book of John. And as I read, one thing I read is uh, God didn't like the law. And right there at that time in my life, I said, amen, I don't care if I'm eating. 
course, I didn't know he was talking about the law of Moses, really. You know? <laughs> and uh, but as I read, all of a sudden, that's I, I realized this is the same spirit of my out of body experience. This is this is what I've been looking for. And uh, what's curious is, as a heroin addict, after a party one night, we played for a lot of parties. We, I went into the woods by myself and I said, God, I don't know who you are. I don't know if you're John Lennon. I don't know if you're Allah, you're Buddha. I don't know who you are or Jesus, you know, but please reveal yourself. Three days later, I'm on the north line of the Tanspahoe Parish Jail. And that's where I found salvation. And that's where I found wow. peace. I found more peace in jail than I had out here in the world. Wow. That's incredible. So you came to an understanding that these other spiritualities were not the same of the same spirit that you had during your OBE. Right. Right. They're evil. So there's only one, there's only one faith. There's only one legitimate faith in this world. And it's under attack worldwide. Christianity. They want to, they want to stop the power of, of salvation of Jesus Christ. And you, uh, you can look through the media, you can look through uh, all kinds of things. They're, they're trying to shut us down. And, you know, on um, Facebook, YouTube, and all that, sooner or later, they're, they're going to just uh, shut us out. You know, they're, it, it's a platform for the Antichrist. When the Antichrist comes up, it's set up, mainstream media, all these uh, uh, tech platforms, they're, they're just there for the Antichrist to take control of, and we're going to be shoved out the door. Yeah, unfortunately, I, th- I think there's a lot of truth to what you're saying. Um, going back also to to the other spiritualities, then what what was b- besides besides the spirit that you that you encountered that was the same between your OBE and reading the Book of John that was very different compared to the to the spirit that you felt exploring the spiritualities. Did, what else? What else was is different in your life with Jesus as opposed to when you were searching, let's say, through Hinduism or, or Islam? What What is different for you? Love, care, compassion, uh, forgiveness, not being judgmental. You know, uh, whatever your sins are, that's between you and God. I got my own issues with my my own flesh, which is rotten. You know. So uh, none of the none of the other religions that I looked at had anything that would uh, that could turn my heart into what it did. But the word of God in uh, the gospel of John and the word of God, I studied it voraciously. Uh, I just hungered so much for it when I got out of jail, you know, and uh, my life changed. I got around some uh, some good people, some good Christian people that helped prop me up which is uh, very important for somebody. If you're just getting out of jail, you go find some Christians, man, you know? Yeah, and it sounds like that helped you in terms of your your uh, experiences that led you to jail in terms of the drug addiction and, and yeah, getting into yeah. fights, right? Right. Yeah. Wow. I, I love that because I think that's that right there. I, I, I love, I obviously love the supernatural part of this, but I think that the true fruits of your experience came in your actions in your heart after you got out of jail. I, I like you said, there was nothing else 
that brought that love that you felt through the spirit reading the book of John. That was the same thing as the OBE and that transformed your heart. And it's very hard. You know, I've said this before. I'm a counseling student. I'm getting my master's in counseling and it takes several, several sessions, months worth, worth of secular counseling sessions to change someone's behavior. So, you know, they, they change their way of thinking through, uh, you know, different modalities. And then from there, that thinking is supposed to change the behavior. But for you, it wasn't so much of a behavior change. It sounds like it was a, it, there was something on a spiritual level that changed for you there. And, and it sounds like it, it, that in itself to me is really a, a miracle right there. I call it a heart change. I mean, I had, I had a new heart, you know, I went into jail, a thug. Okay. I, I'm, 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 nobody messed with me in jail. Cause I mean, I am an angry young man. I, I don't, I don't have heroin. I can't get heroin. I'm uh, I, 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 I was lying. I was stealing. I was doing stuff. I wasn't raised to do on dr these drugs, man. They, they had me like a God and uh, getting thrown in jail. I had time to dry out. I found the word of God. And when I found the word of God, that was it. It, it, it that, that was it. I mean, that was, uh, I was 23 or 24 years old when I, I found God and I'm 63. So let's say what, 39 or 40 years. And all of my, uh, journey, uh, has been to try to, uh, further Christ, you know, but I don't want nobody to die alone apart from, uh, something beautiful and pure and good, you know? So, I spent my life trying to, and I failed a lot. I'm, uh, we all fail, and, and but uh, God forgives us if we, we're, and He knows the intents of the heart. That's one thing that's very important to me. God knows my intentions, and so I fail, but He knows my intentions. My intentions were good, but for whatever reason, I failed at things. You know. Yeah, you really just. This this isn't as much for you about keep you know preaching the the fire and brimstone that I think a lot of you know, people that criticize Christianity for are you, that's why they don't like Christianity because they view it all as a fear based system. Yeah, You're really yeah. just telling people that you have an incredible relationship with the Creator of the spiritual yeah. and the physical, and you just want people to know how incredible it is, and that if they if they don't have this relationship, that they're missing out. Yeah. Oh, man, you're missing out on, uh, I think there's trillions of dimensions that God has. You know, I know the New Jerusalem's coming to earth and God is going to be stationed here. This is where he wants to be. But I believe there's doorways he's going to let us go in and out of that are a trillion different dimensions. I mean, he's a, he's a builder. Look at Jesus. Jesus was a carpenter. Don't I tell you something? He's a builder. God's a builder. And he's building all kinds of beautiful things for us, you know, and he takes so much pleasure in us. We're we're uh, we're kind of handpicked. You know, he gives us everybody the option. Hey, come to me here. It's it's, it's a gift, but you got to reach out and take it. It's a gift, but you've got to reach out and accept it. And that's the whole thing. You know, people have got to uh, just accept Jesus is who he is. He's God. And he has the power of life and death. He can cut soul and spirit in pieces. I mean, uh, yeah, it's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus.
Yeah, I, I, I really appreciate what you said because it makes me think about the just Genesis and everything that God was able to do in those six days. And of course, we don't know exactly how long those those days were. Some people say that they were the exact 24 hour period that we have, you know, as humans that we categorize as a day. Some people say it was much longer than that. Whatever the case is, we know that um, God, is, just based off of what he was able to create in, in those days, is, uh, you know, second to none as, as it comes to creating things and building things. And so I, I like, like you said, I'm really excited to see what are some of the things that he has been working on right now, you know, as we've been experiencing this, this mortal life on earth. I can just imagine the possibilities of what we're going to experience in our eternal life in relationship with him. It's, it, it just blows my mind to think about some of the other things that he could be, he's crafting up for us. And he even says in, in, in the Bible that Jesus is preparing a room for us. He's preparing a room for us. And I think that's just, just the beginning. Yeah, I, the Bible says we haven't even we can't even imagine what God has waiting for us. So uh, there's a, a scripture in the Bible that comes to mind about friends I've got. They're not really book brilliant, but they have the heart of a child when it comes to uh, Christ. And uh, Jesus said, uh, you know, let come to me like a little child. Just have faith in me, you know, uh, Father. Uh, yeah, whatever your will is, that's what I want to do. I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. You know, and uh, that's a uh, childlike faith. You know, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, he's our parent. He's he's our parent. Yeah. He's our friend. He's uh, yeah. he, he always has our back, even when it doesn't seem yeah. like it. It makes well, me think about it. like, yeah, when you're when you're when you're disciplining a child, that the child might not understand why you're disciplining them. Well. You're, you're, if you're if you're doing it right, you're doing it to protect them, even though it doesn't feel like yeah. it in the moment for the child. And, and, and just in the same way, God is as our creator and our father uh, does the exact same thing. And I think and I and I think that just comes back to, uh, like you said, having that child like faith in him and just that yeah. trust that no matter what you're going through, no matter how difficult yeah. it is, he has yeah. he has your your will the best for you in mind uh, your well-being and in that he knows that he can be glorified which is going to then bring more people to the truth as as is found in the word of god Amen. i when you, you when you mentioned the, the the scripture there is another scripture that you had mentioned or i guess it's more than one scripture it's a it's a it's a parable that jesus mentioned in the new testament that you mentioned at the end of your testimony video and it was yeah. a message that was relayed to you to, to bring back to people. Uh, and I, I would love to hear you explain to, to the listeners what that message was as regards to the bridesmaids. Very powerful God. Uh, I don't know how much God is uh, exploring uh, outside of Christianity, but let's look at the inside of what we call Christianity. There was a, a survey taken by uh, preachers. And they were asked, How, what percentage of people do you think are actually saved in your church? And the answer came back 40%. Now, the Bible gives us 10 extra percent. There's uh, 10 bridesmaids. Five of them are filled with the spirit of God. They got the presence of God. They got the life of God. They've got the joy of God. They've got, they've got God. And they are go to the marriage feast of the Lamb, which is, I want to go there. 
And then you got the five foolish, you know, they probably sitting in church uh, knitting or gossiping or uh, I don't know what their relationship is, but as the Bible says, they're in a bad relationship and it isn't a relationship with God. They have fooled themselves into thinking that God is going to save them because they're sitting in a church pew. Now you can be uh, the thief on the cross. One of them was saved on the cross, you know? So you can be saved anywhere. It's a, it's a, it's a salvation experience of being born again by allowing Christ to enter into your body, to enter into your heart and to uh, love you unconditionally and, uh, know the intents of our hearts and uh, as we age and as we grow we should uh we should grow more into the image of christ you know yeah, yeah. really well said ken uh it's beautiful um is there anything else as, as before we part here that you would like to leave the the listeners with uh the main thing is beautiful on the other side if you got Ken folks on the other side, don't worry about them. The thing that I would tell people most of all is that your relationship comes down and your judgment comes down to the decision between you and God. It all, you can't blame mama. You can't even blame your lawyer for not getting you out of trouble. You got a, um, it's a relationship between you and God that will be judged, you know, and, and that's, that's Jesus is the whole ball of wax. I mean, that is, that is the glue. Yeah. And that relationship is, is really what's good for us. He, he, he allows us to it, it right. maybe explore other relationships and other spiritualities, or maybe even not have a relationship with, with any spirituality and let us go our own way. But he, he, he loves us so much that he gives us the freedom to choose his truth as is found, like you said, through Jesus. And um, I can't think of anything better than that. A, a relationship with a creator that allows us to, to either uh, go with him in his ways or, or reject him. Because if we were, if we weren't given the option, what kind of love is that? What kind of love is that if a parent doesn't allow their child to, to choose the relationship with them or, or to go their own way? There isn't one. There isn't a relationship. You must, one of my favorite quotes is you, you must love another person in such a way that the other person feels free. And I, I, I don't think that that better can ex possibly explain the relationship that God uh, gives us with him uh, if, if we so choose. And uh, I think I, I really appreciate what you, what you said, Ken, because it really makes me think about that and just that, just that incredible option and power that we have to accept Jesus into our life if we, if we want to. Right. right. And uh, Ken, before we go, I also wanted to share your original uh, testimony uh, near death experience video with the viewers. And I'm going to go ahead and put that up right now on the screen. So if you just go to YouTube and you type in Ken Wall near-death experience, uh, you will find his the, the original testimony video that I found Ken through. And uh, I, I would love if you shared this with other people. It's only like 15 minutes long. It's incredibly powerful. Well, Ken, I really, really appreciate you taking the time to share your experiences with us. And um, I know, as I've seen through uh, your, your video already, that this is going to be a, a powerful experience for people that's going to ultimately bring them back to the truth. And uh, just can't thank you enough. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. God bless you. Yep, you as well.
Hey everybody, I'm going to go ahead and interrupt the interview here in the last moments to go over a couple things real quick. One is that Ken sent me a message uh, while I was editing this episode that he wanted me to share with you guys. And I want to go ahead and read that message pretty much verbatim because I do think the message is is incredibly important. So he told me um, to share, no matter how much we believe in these witnesses, uh, the the people that share their testimonies on this podcast, uh, myself included, he states, and how enjoyable it may be to listen, see, or imagine. Everything points to Jesus and the Holy Bible. The Bible is our guide home. Not Ken Wall or anyone else. Read and observe the life traditions in the Bible. The Bible is always our guide. Really appreciate that Ken shared that message with me, and it's so true. You know, experiences, uh, there can be a lot of shock and awe and, and, and wonder in these experiences, especially as they correlate with the spiritual realm so heavily, as many of the experiences and testimonies on this podcast do. But really, the barometer in which we test these experiences are against truth, as is found, uh, you know, in, in the Word of God. And uh, I know that there are some people out there that, that uh, may take umbrage with that. And I would just, as I always do, just kindly ask you uh, to remember to use us as a resource as you go forth in your search for truth. And if you haven't uh, taken time to examine the Bible, to do that and really stack it up against everything else that you're, yeah, that you're looking at from a philosophical, spiritual, or truth standpoint. Um, Another thing I just wanted to share with you real quick uh, before we wrap up is that um, when I was interviewing Ken, uh, when we were conducting this interview, um, this is the only time this has ever happened, but we were still recording uh, um, by uh, God's will um, after the interview had wrapped up. And there were a few other things that Ken had shared with me in that conversation that I got his approval to to share with you guys here as we wrap up. Uh, just little tidbits and, and really, I think, uh, just really words of of wisdom from ken and um just very thankful that we were able to get that captured on recording so without further ado here's the end of the interview with ken yeah it's a truth like i told you you asked me what you want to ask me and i'll just tell you the truth you know yeah and the the, the amazing thing is is i've I've studied the scriptures you know after the obe after i got saved i I was voracious just reading the script i've always read a lot but uh it uh you know, it's a lifelong hunger, you know, and it really uh, is. It's, it's a relationship it with a lot of depth. Yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, I got to see so much and I've suffered. I mean, I've gone, I've been in sick. I've got lung problems now. They, it's not lung cancer, but it's something wrong and, uh, other things. But, uh, you know, whenever I was first told that I had possibly lung cancer, I, I come home and I said, God, I said, I'm not going to worry. I'm going to leave it to your will. And whatever happens, I'm okay with it. You know? Yeah. So, uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, that I, I can't think of anything that shows a higher level of maturity in your spiritual walk than that. That's that shows yeah. an incredible, an incredible trust in, in God. And uh, I think that we could, we could all learn something from that. that what, how, how beautiful is that? Yeah, I'm thankful love. that you shared that with me. Love. Especially, like I said, I'm with you know I'm not going through uh, nearly the 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 extent of illness that you are, but I have been suffering from an illness since December, and it's been very challenging to go through. So I, Amen. I really that that's a lot of encouragement for me there. So thank you. Yeah, let me tell you, let me tell you one little thing that I didn't mention. Uh, the, yeah. the hepatitis C they put me on this cancer dope. And I mean, it makes you so you, you can watch TV. Some I love the Andy Griffith show. 
and you can watch it and you don't even see it. It's just noise, you know, because mm-hmm. you got you side up with uh, chemicals and stuff like that. But I said, I'm not going to let Satan look down at God's child and laugh because I'm going to rot to death in front of him. So I started saying, thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Fight. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Fight. And I didn't even realize I was calling power into my own body. But I was, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And But I kept repeating it because uh, consciously I could not watch TV and grasp it. I mean, it was all. Uh, but I could say, thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Fight. And it took me. I still hadn't got over the uh, lingering effects of all that stuff. But I'm still alive and I won't shut up. No, yeah, well, that I, I really appreciate it, Ken. Is there is there anything else that you that you wanted to speak about today? Because that you, you we we've spoken about a lot. I don't know how. What else? What what other adventures could you possibly have gone on? I, I can't. I can't imagine. You know, I've, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Trust God. Be born again. Uh-huh. Be five wise. Don't be into five foolish. You know, yeah. demons exist. They come, they're coming after you, but you've got the power of God to put the full armor of God on, use the word of God as a sword, and you can slice the, uh, uh, the demons right out of your life, man. They're, they're going to come against you, but you, you, you just stand strong. That's stand right. Strong. That childlike faith. Childlike faith. Well, that does it for this week, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast this week. I really appreciate it. Um, Again, please send in your testimony, your supernatural encounter, your New Age to Christianity testimony, your uh, perhaps out-of-body experience, your encounter with an angel, demon, miracle, miracle healing, and the list goes on. Whatever that uh, experience was for you that either fortified your faith in God or uh, led you to God, please send your testimony video or written testimony to spirit answers podcast at gmail.com also just want to remind you to send in your your prayer request to either me at that email or you can join us at our facebook group and submit your prayer requests as well or uh, feel free to drop them in the comments on youtube below and i will share that those requests with the group as well Um, i also just wanted to uh, give you an opportunity as well to ask God into your life if you haven't done that yet. Maybe this this interview with Ken really opened up your eyes to the idea that there is something more to this life than just the physical. And uh, perhaps there is only one way. Uh, and if that is you, I, I ask you uh, to do something simple, which is to ask God to reveal himself to you in a personal way. Um, you can say this out loud in a prayer, whatever you're more comfortable with, and uh, just ask that you do this for a period of time. Do it as if you're, you know, your your life depends on it. Uh, you, if you really want to find truth, he will reveal himself to you. I guarantee that. And uh, I just ask, as I said before, that you would use this as a resource along with every, any other material that you're that you're looking at to find your truth and in, in, in your understanding of why we're here. You know what happens to us when we die. Uh, all the big questions. Lastly. Uh, if you feel so led, um, there is a link below uh, that you can donate to the podcast uh, to or use that link to, to donate to the podcast. We really appreciate that. Um, and if you don't uh, donate, of course, I just really appreciate anything that you do to support us, whether that is just listening 
um, sharing it with one person, sharing it, uh, it really goes a long way because we don't have the big marketing budgets that other podcasts might have to get the word out. Um, so I just thank you so much, you know, from the bottom of my heart, everything that you do to support this podcast and, and, uh, really, really appreciate it. Just trying to do what I can to provide truth and uh, comfort to people that are, are looking for it and people that, you know, are, or were like myself at one point that were really just looking for, um, some solidarity with other people that are going through or were going through uh, something similar to to me, you know, which was, you know, I came out of the new age and uh, testimonies really helped me out. So uh, thank you so much. Everything that you do to support the podcast helps out so many other people. And uh, I know it's hard. It's hard maybe to sometimes think about that, but you really are helping out so many people uh, just by tuning in. So thank you so much for that. Um, and I uh, hope you have a great week. As always, I will be praying for you and uh, look forward to seeing you next week. Take care. Have a great week. Bye.